But when it first came out and we would have pool beers, you were like, oh, there's nothing like an ice cold Bud Light Lime. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. And that just crushed you when you found out. But now your new kick is dinner rolls. Well, keto dinner rolls from Aldi. Go get them. All right, Easter morning. Starting off Easter morning with the winner of Funyuns Friday. It's how we spread our autism awareness here, Cal's favorite snack. Charlie is the official announcer, the mm-hmm. MC of Funyuns Friday. Happy Easter. Yeah, happy Easter. Uh, how are you having are you having a good morning? Yeah. Tired? Yeah. Charlie had a sleepover last night. And she didn't go to bed till one o'clock in the morning. She stayed up later than your parents did. Okay. All right. Are you, are, you so, ready for, are you ready for the winner? Okay, the winner of uh, of Funyuns Friday. Who is getting a huge bag of Funyuns uh, delivered to their door? The winner is Sherry Burnett Palo in Atlanta, Georgia. Whoa! In the A, back in the A where we used to live. Well, you weren't. You didn't no. live there, but me and your mom and Tyler lived there. Yeah. All right. So Sherry, is that who you said? Mm-hmm. All right. Funyuns Friday winner. Where do, where do we find her? Facebook. Facebook. All right. Sherry from Facebook. Good job. All right, Char. Maybe go take a quick nap before we go to the beach. Thanks. She's definitely <laughs> she's half asleep. Oh, she's half asleep. <laughs> we told her last night, we're like, look, you're, and and by the way, I give you a lot of credit for letting her stay out on Easter Eve. Yeah, I know. It's kind of weird. We woke up this morning and not everybody was here, but it was really good for her and, you know. Yeah. Kids it's a good getting, opportunity for her. Kids are getting older. They're doing their own things and, you know. Yeah, that's when it gets weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is a little bit. Sleepovers, by the way, are entirely stressful. Like, it, we hate them. Um, because they are. you're just coordinating with other parents, and then you get these random texts like, hey, we decided to go out on our boat. Is that cool? And I'm like, I mean, I guess. like, Or they, or they don't text you. Right. Or, and yeah, then you just find out. But if they do text us, is that cool? Like, you're not really asking. You're saying, because you're putting me in a position to say, nope, you're not going out on your boat. And I really don't have that power. Right. You know what I mean? Like I could, and not that it's like a bad thing, but like I remember there was a couple times somebody took our kids out and I remember checking um, the weather and there were like sea swells and like it was really choppy and I'm like, it's just not the best boat day. But then I think they wrote back, oh, we're staying in the Intracoastal. We're not going out in the Gulf. And I'm like, okay, well, I feel a little bit better. Yeah, I think the hardest thing is everyone parents so different. I know. And and I tell my kids, our kids, I say, just because other parents say it's okay doesn't mean that I say it's okay. So you have to remember like what we're teaching you, you know? Yeah. And it, you, you and you might have to speak up. I know, and we we just have so much stuff coming at us at like all points of the day. That random text about like, hey, are are you cool if we take your kid here and do that. And I'm like, okay, well, how is this going to affect the rest of the day? You know what I mean? It's like, I, cause we have to balance in so many other things. It's like, oh, well, so now you're not gonna be home for three more hours. Well, that's not going to work because this other one has football practice and the baby has therapy. And so we're, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, it's like, hold on a second. Like, I know you only have one or two kids, but you need to give us a second. Cause we got to check how this fits into the, it's like Tetris. All these little plans have to fit together perfectly. I know. It's or a lot else of juggling. the whole thing gets screwed up. It's a lot of juggling. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, juggling with like seven, lots of kids. Seven balls. There's seven of us. You know, count the dog eight, and the dog causes problems too. 
Well, and you feel the pressure and stuff just like I do. Like you have the parents texting you too. So like on once Friday hits, we're like just getting slammed with text messages. We do for um, five different kids. We actually do this thing where we will actually identify a few weekends where we tell our kids there is no sleepovers this weekend. Like don't like if your friends ask, just say you're not doing it. Like we just we don't have the energy to organize pickups, drop offs where you're going, what you're doing, you know, you have to be home by this time or else it's going to screw up every, you know, we're, I mean, we actually have done that. Yeah. I think we said, I think we said the next two weeks we're not doing sleepovers. Yeah, we yeah. did. We're just not. I mean, it's just, we well, just, next week we need a break. The weekend after that, your dad's coming. So. Yeah. It's like, so just tell your friends, spread the, spread the news, put it on your Instagram. I am not sleepover capable for the next two weeks. Right. <laughs> it's like, but we have to, well, and take also control. Too, it's like you, you, you have to keep your phone on. Um, because you know, your kids are out and somebody may need to get a hold of you for some reason. And you're a little stressed out. Like, you know, like we text our kids a lot more when they're not here. Cause you just want to make sure that everything's cool. And if they need you, it's okay. You know? Right. Like I never sleep with my phone on right ever because everything I need to worry about is right here. I don't need my phone on. Right. Well, so last night I go to sleep with my phone on in case Charlie needs me. She has her, her phone. Yeah. And I don't know. I mean, just for whatever reason she might need me. Well, of course, my buddy Mike, on Sunday Easter morning, decides to text me at 6 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, it woke me up. Well, usually my phone would be off, and I wouldn't, you know, I would just get to it when I get to it. Nope, 6 a.m. Ding! And I'm like, I remember my eyes rolled open, and I'm like, I think that was a dream. There's no way somebody's texting me at 6 o'clock on Sunday morning. You know the little reminder? Yeah, then it did it again. Ding! And you're like. Get your phone. It's going off. Who is that? <laughs> and I look and I'm like, oh, God, it's Mike. I was like, he's responding to a text I sent him 24 hours ago. Well, not even 24 hours ago, <laughs> but like yesterday at 10 in the morning, he's just now responding to it. Never went back to bed. I know. <laughs> that was it. Well, one thing I did um, for our two oldest kids that have phones, and I, I did the Life, the Life 360 app. And I like it because I can see where they are. Life or live? Life. Life with an F. With an F. And so it gets Life 360. It, it tracks where they are. It tracks um, how much battery is in their phone. So if it get, like if you see, oh hey, your phone's at five percent and they're sleeping sleeping out somewhere, or they're out, you, you like you'll text them and say you need to charge your phone now because it's gonna die. Yeah, Tyler went on, even on a boat one day and it would tell me how many miles per hour the boat was going. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it, this app is pretty good. Yeah. That was the day he was like, he went way up into the bay. Yeah. Like old Tampa, like, like way up in the there. bay. And we're like, uh, you've been out on the bay for like eight hours. It's time to come home. Yeah. You know, like this is crazy. Like I started thinking to myself too. I was like, dude, if they're going to try to sleep on that boat, I'm going to have to go get them. I know. Or I'm going to call a Coast Guard. <laughs> Coast Guard can go get them. wonder what that bill would be. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, anyway, autism. Cal has had a great couple weeks, really. Mm. Kind of a different dude lately. Calm. Very calm, yeah. And that's kind of what we mean by that. Like like just patient. Um, Lauren, his ABA therapist, the other day, I remember I walked into the living room because it was just very quiet. And I'm like, I don't even know if they're still in there. I heard the TV on. I walked in and I was like, oh, hey. And she's like, hey, just having a very quiet, relaxing day. And she said, he's actually just been sitting next to me for almost, I think she said just over 20 minutes watching the same show. Hasn't gotten down, hasn't been distracted, hasn't, you know, just kind of gone into another direction. And, and then the other day, he did the same thing with her. He sat next to her at the kitchen and just was very patient, very calm, just kind of letting life come to him, you know? 
Yeah. So I just think that him going to that clinic, the play place that I call it, um, has taught him to be able to sit at a table, to be able to do table work, to get ready for kindergarten. And that has now carried over into every aspect of his life. Yeah. And he's just very calm. Yeah, so I was thinking that too. So he's getting now like three really different experiences. So he's going to his school three days a week. He two days two, a week, two days a week. Play place two. Day, we call it play place, but that's just to get him in there to get yeah. excited about it. Um, that it's just more therapies, and then the at home therapies too. But it's all st- st- like the building blocks. It's kind of like the the all ships rise theory. He's doing better at one place, so now he's doing better at the other place. And because he's doing better at that place, now he's doing better at home. You know what I mean? And even on, uh, I think it was Thursday, uh, yeah, because schools were closed for Good Friday, his principal at his school sent these really cool pictures and video. They had a concert. And he looked to be really engaged in what was going on. And I got to tell you, a year ago, he could never have gone into a concert like that. No, so Jack Hartman, everyone knows Jack Hartman. I do not know. Everybody... I feel like I'm so out of the loop. People, <laughs> like, and now people just call him Jack. Oh, Jack's at the school. I'm, who the hell is Jack? I mean, I don't, what are you talking about? And I guess he's this famous guy. I think he travels all over, all over the United States. I mean, I think. I know that he he's travel, he travels to, yes. And everybody's heard of him, except me. At least in Florida, but I'm pretty sure he travels throughout yeah. the United States. He's got a big following. A huge following, um, but... Cal was super excited. Yeah, the principal sent me really nice pictures, and he was just staring, listening. And then when he got home that day, he was kind of going over everything in his head. He replays I, events in his head. Which is a common thing with autism. Yeah. So he replays it in his head, and you can kind of see what's going on. And he was singing the songs, and I was like, did you like sing Jack Hartman? And he's like, Jack. I know. It was he so- loved it. I mean, and it really carried on for a couple of days. Well, and she got great pictures because he really looked engaged like in the moment, whereas I'm telling you a year ago, he would have known something was going on, but to stop and pause and look and really kind of consume it, he was not able to have that function to do that. Not for any more than, I don't know, maybe five or 10, 15 seconds. Um, I think she did say he ran on stage and grabbed a frog. Yeah, uh, there was a frog stuffed animal. <laughs> And she's like, that last picture, she's like, he definitely got the frog. Yeah. And I'm like looking and I'm like, oh my gosh, that is hilarious. But any any um, water animal, it, he's going to go get. I mean, he loves water. He loves water and he loves water animals. You know, it's just. Well, I was happy that. So this was like an assembly. Um, there was probably like, I don't know, maybe three different grades, like the threes, fours in kindergarten, maybe. Um and I was just happy that they allowed him to stand. Like all the other kids were sitting and yeah. they allowed him to stand in front of the stage. I thought that was nice. Yeah, don't let me overdo it. It's not like he's just sitting down watching the show. Like, Oh, no, he was <laughs> like, standing in the yeah, front of the stage. I'm sure he was still walking around and doing his thing. But the fact that he could be focused on what was going on and not just somewhere else in his world kind of ignoring, because he's done that before, well, a lot. Like, he'll ign- like there's a major thing going on, and he just gets off in his own silent world in the corner and right. just doesn't pay, like, like it's almost not happening. But the fact that he identified it was happening, was able to give some of his attention to the event that was happening, and some of the pictures, I mean, he was smiling and clearly looked like he was having some fun. That was It's just good to see all these things start to sort of, you know, build build themselves up. And I, I see people talk about this on, on LinkedIn a lot, too. Um, if you can get started with it there, it's, it, it's, like, it's like anything else, right? Like, when, when was the best time to start therapies? Yesterday. When's the next best time to start therapy? Tomorrow. You know what I mean? Yeah, today. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I'm just saying, like, you know. Like I, now. I, don't worry about, 
you know, pausing or pushing it off or having denial or kicking it down the road because we did that. We did all that. I mean, we, there was a moment where we were, I mean, we probably could have got him diagnosed. Not that we sat around for years. We probably could have gotten him diagnosed a couple of months, three months earlier, but we wanted to wait. And part of it was that his pediatrician did say, he's fine. He's fine. He's the fifth kid. He's basically got four other people doing the work for him. So he doesn't feel like he has to walk. He doesn't have to talk. He doesn't have to have all of his motor functions, you know? But the fact is, is that, I mean, after... How long have we had ABA? A year and a half on and off? Yeah, it's been a year and a half. Yeah. He got ABA two weeks after he was diagnosed. Yeah. And so, um, I mean, here we are a year and a half later and then OT and speech and, and now other types of therapies at, at what we call the play place. I'm just telling you, there is like a really, I, w- I mean, it's, it's, it's massive. The, the, I actually went over some of his paperwork. Uh, his therapist sent me, I had to sign. Yeah. I don't want to go into the whole thing because it's very medical and scientific and everything, but this is the important work that the ABAs do and that they're trained to do. And his scores are so significantly higher. Oh, yeah. It's like, I mean, yeah. I mean, this could be, I would say this this is the building blocks of him going to have a very different future than what he would have had without all of this stuff. Well, like you said, connecting the dots, you know, like everything's connecting. Yeah or building the foundation, I now feel like everything is connecting. Like it's all working together. And I'm like to see him grow so much in recently, just in a short amount of time, because he's only been going to the play place for like four to six weeks. And that's when I really started noticing a huge difference, him being calm and stuff. So it's exciting. It is. It is. It's it's been fun to see. Um, So much of it too, though, is with the other kids. I was thinking about it this morning for whatever reason, but there's such a help in different ways. Like um, Austin is kind of his mischief maker. Yes. You know. Um, and she helps kind of like with the imagination part that yeah. he needed to learn actually how to do. Yeah. Trey is probably like the closest like to being his friend. Like he does friend stuff with him, you know. Yeah. Um, yes, Austin is the curiosity character in, in his life. Usually it's like, awesome, please stop doing that. <laughs> you well, know? yes, because unfortunately he she, always like gets hurt or something because yes, they're running or jumping. constantly introducing or... a new, uh, usually extremely chaotic and dangerous activity to him. Uh, and don't get me wrong, he always enjoys it, but we can see what might happen. And she just, Austin is not able to really see the consequences of her actions. <laughs> no. Physically. Like, she's crazy. I mean, she's kind of a freak athlete. She does all this crazy stuff. It's like, Austin, you have to calm down. You know, like right now on top of our roof are a pair of Austin shoes. Okay. Oh, no. One shoe. That <laughs> One shoe. I was so mad. I just bought it's these shoes. It's still up there. I don't know how to go up and get it. I guess I'm going to have to go get a ladder that tall. You can't even but see it. I it's know, on a part of the roof so that, that you can't even see. So that kind of describes Austin. Okay. One of her shoes is on our roof <laughs> and it has been there for a month. And it's really aggravating. I'm like, that's the deal. what did you do? And she's like. She got mad and kicked her foot. Like, she kicked her foot in the air because she was mad. She yes. dropped a ball, and her shoe came flying off her foot onto the top of the roof. It bounced a couple times, she said. Now she can't see it. Well, I'm like, why would you do that? Like, obviously, your shoe was loose enough to fly off. No, I'm no, like, she you kicked just, the air that hard. She gets so mad. I'm like, you just threw $50 on our roof. Ugh. Like, I just bought them. I know. I'm like, why would you do that? Yes, anyway, but Austin builds, like, forts and tunnels, and he he hops like a frog, and yeah. <laughs> like they're in the pool like yesterday, and she's and like, ride my back, ride my back. I'm like, Austin, 
that's you know we don't need to be doing that right now like he's not there yet you know it's well and because of we're like so cautious and stuff with him like I can just picture him on her back and then her leaning him back to throw uh, him off and, and then realize, him hitting his head she doesn't realize so I'm you know? like stop and then Charlie's definitely off. the motherly um nurturing yes um, she is caring yes she goes to sleepovers and then she's worried about how's Cal yeah and he always because they asked share for, a room. and he asked for it at night. Yes. He did. He said, "Where's Charlie last night? Where's Charlie?" Yeah, I didn't want to text her that, make her feel bad. Well, I know, but he said, "Where's Charlie? Where's Charlie?" She, so yeah, um, she's going to be a good mother one day, or yep. teacher, or yep, you know, she's very caring. And Tyler's and the older brother that just says hi to him two or three times a day. And <laughs> well, Tyler does babysit now. No, I mean, I'm just saying, but like in passing, he's like, "Hi, Cal," yes. and then he says, "Hi, Tyler." <laughs> yeah, Tyler's 14, almost 15, and he just he wants to go to his room and be left alone. Uh, I wish he would actually chill in his room or usually the driveway for three-hour workouts. Yes, actually. Even all of our neighbors are noticing. <laughs> our neighbor Jenna was like, yeah, I see Tyler out here. She's like, I'll do this, do this, do this, do that, and then look outside, and he's still out there working out. I'm like, I know. It's like well, crazy. he's focused. It's good. No, it is. It's it's a healthy thing to be to be, to be be into. Yeah. Trust me. I know high schoolers could be, he could be doing a lot of other crap. Yes. No thanks. I will say though, as far as the therapy, yes, get it as soon as possible. He was getting developmental therapy and speech when he was two years old. But when they told me he could be autistic and get a hold of the, of the developmental pediatrician to be diagnosed, I put that off for six months. Yeah. So yes, he could have been diagnosed six months earlier. Yep. I mean, that's just the honest. That's just the way it worked out. And and um, you know, you can sit around and beat yourself up for it. What's the point? That's why I say the next best time to start something. Is, the, the first best time was yesterday. The next best time is tomorrow. And yes. that, that really kind of applies to, I don't know, anything in life, right? Anything productive. It's like working out, eating healthy. Right. Of course, the best time is yesterday, but. Well, and the school therapies are great. They really are. He, yeah. he gets OTPT and speech at school. But if you are diagnosed with autism, it is not enough. You have to do the outside therapies. And I tell people all the time, we do 21 hours a week extra on top of school therapy outside of school because it's important right now because everything is connecting I've and building. To, I've talked to teachers before and they actually say, we love parents like you who their therapy or education, whatever you want to call it with special needs, if it starts and stops at school, they'll tell you we can only do so much. Well, they like, only get so many hours at school. So if I you're mean. doing the bare minimum, right. it's like working out or eating healthy. Sure. If you're doing the bare minimum, right. it's not all going to work how it's supposed to work or could work. Right. You know? Yeah. So if you work out and eat terrible, well, it's certainly better than not working out and eating terrible. But if you work out and also eat healthier, then it just gets better and better. Everything's working together. It just, yeah, right? Yes. So it's this is kind of the same thing. But I've talked to teachers before, and they're like, oh, we love parents like you guys. Like the ones that are constantly being curious and creative and exploring new opportunities and new and new ways. And I mean, and I mean, I think what they mean by that is, is like, you know, you're actually giving your child more of a chance. And that's all of this is, is giving a chance. It's like if you want to catch fish, you want to throw one rod in or you want to throw five. Because just by the numbers, if you throw five in, you're going to catch more fish. Yeah. And that's all this that's all this is. And and well. And I'm a pusher. Like, I'm like, okay, this is working. Let's push. Let's move forward faster, harder. So he, out of that 21 hours, gets 15 hours of ABA therapy. Because summer's coming and he's not going to have school and those therapies at school and that structure, I'm asking for more ABA therapy Yeah. for the summer. Right. You know? And I can't. So I'll do, I'm going to try for 20. 
21 out 20 hours of ABA instead of 15. Yeah. Because I just want him to have as much as he can. And again, a lot of it too is is, is finding the right therapist, somebody that kind of fits your mold of, of your child's personality. Um, you're you're just and not just your child's personality with them, but but just the personality of the house. Like Lauren really understands the dichotomy, like the ingredients of our house. Like there yeah. are four other kids who really have very uh, pronounced personalities. Like at any point, they could be in here playing together. They could be fighting. They could be in the front yard arguing about sports. They could be, you know what oh, I mean? Oh, our kids, yeah. Yeah, like yeah the, she understands like the, whole the surroundings. House, yeah. Yeah. But see, I think that's really important, you know, because we've had some therapists, but I think sort of get caught up in everything. Like it's just a lot going on. And they, uh, there's a lot going on. Yeah. And so, you know, it's just sort of like, I think you got, it's, you got to find the person that kind of fits the mold of your environment. You know, because because, you know, only child environments are going to be very different. And maybe some therapists are like, uh, I just it's so quiet. It's you know, maybe that's not for them. Maybe there's different, you know, so. Yeah. So we're actually going to have changes here soon because our ABA therapist, she has a master's degree. She's at the highest. So there's people underneath her called techs. You know, they're yeah. learning and going to school. So we actually have a tech that we're meeting on Monday. Oh, boy. Yeah. You mean tomorrow, Monday. Oh, yeah. I thought a week from. Oh, yeah. No, tomorrow. Oh, how you feel about that? I I don't have a choice. I mean, oh, change is good. Change. I don't have a choice. And, and Lauren is is still going to be involved. She's well, that's why I don't have a choice because I want to keep her too. Yeah, she's still involved. I know, and so. she she knows she knows us. She thinks it'll be a good fit, and she can tell this girl what to work on. Yeah, and, and yes, and, not every therapist can handle our house because it is chaotic. Right. No, and I think the fact that she's been here for over a year and yeah. she understands the house, she's not going to send somebody in here and be like, uh. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, well, we also said like with Cal, you cannot be a weakling. No. If you, <laughs> he can like detect weakness. Oh yeah. So you have to be like a little, what's the word? Like not forceful, but you stern to, a little bit. You have to be ready to back up what you're saying. Yeah. Like you have to be ready to be like, Hey, this is how we're doing this. This is, you know, you know, quick example. Yesterday we had a pool day. Oh, the pool days are back in Florida. Oh my God. We just marinate in the pool. And by the way, it's just so awesome that Cal loves that, you know, because, you know, I mean, I've heard from some families like their kids like won't even go outside, which would be very hard in our family. But we're in the pool, but we're out there. We've got like the speaker system out there playing music. Well, he's going through this phase where he doesn't like music. He doesn't want to hear it. Music off, music off, music off. It's like. Except Jack. Oh, yeah, Jack. Well, that's live <laughs> concert yeah. stuff. But yeah. Um, and, you know, but that's something we've been working on with, with the therapist. It's like we, you cannot win this battle. Like we like music. The kids like music. It's not playing at a raging volume where it's hurting you. It's just you're finding it annoying and you want to control the environment and turn it off. And so we have to we had to walk them through what do you think, four or five different times yesterday? Yeah, just saying, Cal, the music's okay. We're listening to it right now. We like it. It's we'll fun. turn it off later. We turned it down, you know, and it wasn't too loud to begin with, but and then he's fine. But he needed to test us four or five times to see if we would do it. Because, And that's something I did used to do it. And then Lauren's like, you don't do that. Like, let's work around it. Let's get him comfortable with it. You know, but we can't give him that. You know, and she's right. She's I mean, like, don't change certain things in your life because of him. Yeah. Because there are Help many times where in. he just wants to see that he can do it. Like, yeah. if we would have turned the music off, he would have flapped and smiled. He would have been like, oh, I said it. They did it. Yeah, but then he got his way. Yeah, exactly. Yes. And it's like, so you just couldn't give him that, you right. know, but. But then I distract him. I gave him some Funyuns. Oh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> when in doubt, Funyuns. Eh. 
No, honestly, this time of year being in the water is like the most important thing for him. It gets all his senses in every way and um, it really yeah. gets, I mean, gets him what he needs. Yeah, I mean, even going to the beach today. I mean, it's yeah. Easter Sunday. We're going to go to the beach and, and he's going to get, you know, everything he needs out of the sand. He got some beach toys for Easter and so he's going to go enjoy that. And then we'll come home and probably just get in the pool. And right. so he'll get he'll get all that those experiences with his shark toys in the pool and everything. And so, um, you know, th- this is kind of his dream day where he can go to the beach and we're there as long as he wants to be. I mean, he, he just, and we understand that we could be there for 25 minutes. We could also be there for two and a half hours and the kids understand that too. The other kids. Um, but you know, I mean, there's no point being at the beach if he's miserable and wants to come home. Right. You know, in that environment, it's hot. It's this and that, but it may be, it's like we're three hours in. It's like, Cal, we're exhausted. We're tired. We want to go sit in the, in the, in the pool. And he might be like, no, yeah, you know, so I think the water might be warm. I'm wearing my bathing suit. Might get in at the beach. Yep. Yeah. But I did hear there's sharks. Oh, if you want to scare Melissa, tell her there's a shark. <laughs> I mean, it could even be in a store, and she'll believe it. She's so scared <laughs> Stop of sharks. It. Apparently, no. her friend was at the beach yesterday or a couple days ago and said that she saw sharks by the sandbar. Right. And now Melissa's like, forget it. We're not going in. And I'm like, well, whatever. I mean, you can go in up to your waist. Well, so Mark loves swimming to the sandbar. But why not? I mean, that's <laughs> isn't that amazing? I mean, that sounds like a I sounds like a Kenny Chesney song, swimming to the sandbar. I, mean, I haven't awesome. done it that many times. You've done it once with yes. me, right? I've done it once with you and our neighbors. So we went to this tiki bar. It was an adult day a couple years ago, and we went to this tiki bar. And our neighbors had just bought us a round of beers, <laughs> draft beers, and then they decide they want to swim to the sandbar. Well, well I've never like, s- let's go drink our draft beer on the sandbar. So, you know, it's you're at the beach, you swim out, and then, you know, it's, I don't know, 10, 12 feet deep, so you, obviously you can't touch. But if you keep swimming a little bit, then you hit a sandbar. Right. And so and you kind of climb up on the sandbar. So there you are in the Gulf of Mexico. You can see the beach, but you can't just walk to it. You have to swim across this little abyss to get to it. So, you, so you're, you're kind of on this little island out in the middle of the Gulf of Mexico. It's kind of cool, right? It's just, it's a cool experience. So you're going from where you can touch to, from where you can touch to the sandbar is a body of water that is so deep. And I know sharks live underneath there and it's dark. So you have to swim across that and you have to swim across that fast. Okay. <laughs> they had just bought us a round of draft beers and I start swimming. I get to the point where I can't touch and then I start freaking out because I'm like holding up my beer up high and I'm like, there's no way I can swim over this body of water oh, and then without, she herself, with my if, beer. Yeah. And then she's without like, drowning. What if I see a shark? I need to swim faster. So she just dumps her beer. So all of a sudden I just throw my beer down and I go back to where I can touch. And I'm like, Rachel, I can't do it. I'm going to drown. I had to throw my beer out. And she's like, what? You did what? Because they just bought our beer. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, Mosa, you've never heard this before. Apple in a basket. So you have your beer up. You hold your beer. And then you do apple in a basket. And you, you're you on your side. And you grab <laughs> to pull yourself across. Apple in a basket. Apple in a basket. Yeah, it's like you're picking an apple, putting it in the basket. But I mean, your hand's underwater the whole time. And yeah. that, actually, if you do that and you're just calm, your body can stay afloat very easily. Yeah. If you just do apple in a basket. Apple in a basket. So, so now I know how to basket, do it. She did beer in the Gulf. And <laughs> then we're sitting so out I at the sandbar. Drown. And then, of course, she's like, well, this was boring. I'm like, yeah, because you dumped your beer in the Gulf of Mexico. That's why it's boring. My $5 draft beer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Back then, it was probably 4 bucks. Now, it's probably 10 Yeah. Um, but anyways. 
Yeah. Apple in a basket. Apple in a basket. So if you learned <laughs> now, anything, I know how. If you learned anything today on Easter Sunday, apple in a basket. <laughs> and if you're around a body of water, go try it. It works actually very well. Yes, uh, it does very well. All right, are you about done? I'm done. What's the plan? Got to work out real quick. This was our first. We took like four days off. We after eighty podcast 81, episodes. Eighty one, I think. Okay, yeah. eighty one, and kind of like we took one day off here or there, but usually it was like every day. After 80, 81 podcasts, we were like, we have to take three or four days off. Like the kids were off for Good Friday. It was just a busy week. You were slammed with clients last week. Yeah. Like you had two days where it was like I said goodbye at nine and I think I saw you at six. Yeah. Um, And so uh, we just had we just had to take a few days off. But I, th- I think after 80, 80, 81 episodes, it was like, yeah, let's take three or four days off. It but kind of felt, yeah, we didn't really plan it. It just kind of happened. We got busy and it was like, okay, we'll get to it tomorrow. But that's actually the best thing to like when life happens like that. And you're like, you know what? I just, it's, it's, it's time for three or four days off and you just do it. You don't even think about it. You don't feel guilty about it. You just do it. Yeah. And it was like, it felt great. Like just being able to just sort of, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what we did. I can't even remember what we did besides not doing this, but it just felt good. Well, we normally just fit this in and we're just have... We're busy. Yeah, we're just doing other things, yeah. and I don't know, but it was like, um, uh, I don't know. But it, anyway, it was nice. It was nice to hear from people. Yes, like people were like, "Hey, I missed the last few days of the podcast. Like, am I not getting the things?" And someone sent a message and said, "Are you are you down? Spotify still shows it's up, but there's nothing new." It's like, oh, appreciate it. Like, needed three or four days of a little. I just had to take a blow. You know what yeah. I mean? Had to had to take a hit of oxygen, and so it was good. All right, so workout, and then the beach. Yep, and then the pool. Yep. Good Lord. <laughs> and then the kids back to school tomorrow. Yep. Oh, uh, tomorrow I have, I found, I'll make this real quick. I found a, um, um, the guy who produced Rain Man, the agent who got it done. Yes. I found a video of him talking about it and there's like this interesting like 30, 40 second clip of how, how like nobody, they couldn't get it done and then how they did get, get it done. The movie Rain Man, oh, which okay. is really like, uh, I think America's first glimpse into autism. Um, so I'm going to play the clip tomorrow. It's a really interesting story. This movie like almost was never even made. It was almost wow. thrown in the trash can. But it was funny how they got Tom Cruise and Dustin Hoffman on the same page. And one studio said, this is a joke. The other studio said, we want it to happen. But um, anyways, kind of a little interesting glimpse into it. We'll good. talk about it tomorrow. Well, I made a good breakfast this morning. A oh, giant it was, breakfast. It was great. I only make biscuits and gravy on holidays. Yeah, I and mean, we keep saying we're leaving though. I know, Still. but I had to tell people this. Oh. So biscuits and gravy is bad for you. It's made out of flour, <laughs> butter, milk, yeah. like the gravy, okay? Yeah, it's but it's delicious. But I found these keto dinner rolls at Aldi's. Oh boy! And so I mic- I keep them in, in, in my freezer, but I microwaved it for like thirty seconds, and I use that as my biscuit. Best thing ever. You're probably gonna get hit with a bunch of messages on that. Keto dinner rolls. It has one net carb for one roll, and it tastes like a roll. <laughs> And I used it as a biscuit. It was delicious. Truly, y'all, I haven't seen her this excited <laughs> since Bud Light Lime came out. Oh, my God. Which, which, by the way, has so many carbs. When I found out, I stopped drinking it. Oh, my. Not only did you stop drinking. Like, you know how people be like, oh, I was I was drinking this or eating this. And then I found out it was loaded with sugar. So I'm just going to eat or drink what's left and never buy it again. Nope. She just wouldn't even touch it again. Like, I think it was like the lockdown stuff. But see, here's the thing about Bud Light Lime. It's a great pool beer because it's got that little that little tinge of lime. You know what I mean? Oh, it's really good. But it has like eight carbs. 
Yeah, and so she's like, she's like, oh, I drink Bud Lights. It's not a big deal. And then I'm like, well, it's Bud Light limes. And you're like, what's the difference? And I'm like, well, I don't know. They they put that lime whatever in there. That's got to be something. So she runs to the beer fridge and looks. And she's like, oh my god, it's like double the carbs of Bush Light or Bud Light. I'm never drinking this crap again. And then you gave them all to our neighbors. Yeah, <laughs> I just bought a pack. Yeah. 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 And so, but when it first came out and we would have pool beers, you were like, oh, there's nothing like an ice cold Bud Light Lime. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. And that just crushed you when you found out. But it now did. your new kick is dinner rolls. Well, keto dinner rolls from Aldi's. Go get them. Oh, man. I call her dinner roll now. I was like, what's up, dinner roll? Hey, so my biscuits and gravy weren't as bad. No. Because I used to. They were actually really good for you. No, I'm just, I still had the carbs from the gravy, but it was so good. All right. I had to tell everyone that. Keto keto dinner rolls. Yeah. <laughs> Replacing Bud Light limes. All right. Happy Easter. Happy Easter. Get it hoppy. Ho- get it hoppy. Yep. Uh, happy hoppy. You got it. I got it. I'm laughing.